anyway, I had to go to county lockup 30 days and I got out and my friends, like any good military friend should do, um, said, you want to like pay rent or get food? No, let's throw a party and invite whores and, and have a gangbang. I sure think our endings are always better than our beginnings. And we will get I feel bad for the people that drop off early on. Those people that listen to like 20 minutes and they don't listen to the rest of it. Yeah, dude, let us hit our stride. Skip the first 20 and then come for the last. You know what we should do? Let's take the first 30 minutes of this episode, put it in the front, and then put the. Yeah. on them. I like it. Yeah, let's just just swap it. But like drop in hat like midway through conversation. So there's zero context. How many people do you think would like be trying to restart the episode if all they heard was Ken's outro at the beginning? <laughs> like looking at it, and be like, dude, it says it's an hour and twelve minutes long. What the fuck? Like, this is the perfect one to do it with, though, because we're talking about doing it. So right when he does the outro, they're gonna be like, okay, but then there's more. But then since we're not gonna do it because we're too lazy, they're just gonna be listening to silence. So make sure there's twenty minutes of silence at the end of this episode. <laughs> and they're like, wait for it's coming, it's coming. Hey, welcome back to Four for the Road, everybody. I'm your host, Punk Rock. We got. Oh, I just saw his name. You gotta we, call me Dave. You can't say it. It's for it's for in house only. You gotta call me Dave. <laughs> we got we got Dave with us right now. No shame is gonna be joining us here in a bit. Uh, <laughs> we're just here to we're just here uh, to fluff your we're just here to fluff your dicks until no shame uh, gets here. Oh, that is fucking dirty, 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 dirty boy. What the fuck, Dave? All right, so. Yeah, so I mean, the elephant in the room is that we lost a bunch of episodes. Uh, you know, we're, you know, what are we gonna do? We're gonna not talk about it and just and just keep blowing it off. You know, it, it is, it is, it sucks. We are devastated that we lost those episodes. Um, you know, unfortunately, getting zucked or, or whatever happened, um, algorithms are zucked or, or, or people reporting the episodes or I don't know what happened. We're not technological geniuses, but we lost the episodes and it sucks and we're going to rebuild. But I feel like, you know, we're trying to come up with like a good way to talk about it. And there isn't, uh, it just sucks. And we're all very upset about it. And then we'll try to rebuild our episodes as, as best as we can. Um, you know, I think we have some good stuff coming up. Uh, so maybe, maybe people will get excited about listening to the podcast again. Cause I feel like we do have some really, we have a couple of cool guests coming up, hopefully. Uh, you know, I know you guys yesterday did a really great topic and, and it sounds like the show turned out well, you know, yeah. today we're going to record with, with no shame and he makes everything better. So we got that going for us. You literally have never had an interaction with him, even about serious stuff, have never had an interaction with him that didn't just split my sides. Like the dude is absolutely a comical genius. If he wanted to make a living in the standup uh, arena, I think he would be very very successful you know i think i think it's funny too like i wonder because some of the stuff like if you are and and you know i know sometimes people say you know your content in the show is good enough without you trashing people or whatever but sometimes i think people attack you and and you just for an example um you know just to make this make sense uh somebody trying to say that something you put out was wrong and and you know, specifically about this San Francisco Chronicle article. Mm -hmm. And I took offense to that. I was like, look, if anybody's going to call Ken wrong, it's going to be me. And, and so I like, look, this is why he's not wrong. And here are the links. And that was kind of my, that's always what I want to do. I'm not, 
I will argue with anybody and it's not like it matters, right? Cause you're like, Oh, it's the internet and shit like that. And I get that. Um, but if I have the links to, to show you, you can either been like, Oh dude, that's really cool. And, and glad I learned something or you can double down. And that dude usually chooses, you know, that other dude that said you were wrong usually chooses to double down, but we had the links and, and whatever else. And, and, you know, I felt like he tried to, the, the person that said you were wrong, I felt like he tried to disrespect you. And, and I feel like, no shame you know he takes it to the to the other side where he's funny about it and i'm like no here's the link and if you don't like this link and you don't like all these newspaper articles that i just cited you can show up at my house and we can (laughs) we can fight like that's where i want to go with it no shame just gonna make fun of you and and i feel like he's so good at it like do you see a video that that like if you're that person and you get made fun of by no shame are you just like fuck that's really good dude right no, I think I think the recipients of him, uh, of of his content, uh, are devastated. To be <laughs> honest, there's, there's a couple times where, like, as jokes, like he's made, like he has crafted a TikTok but didn't post it about me, and then sent it to me, and it's just like, okay, I'm looking at this from Ken's perspective. You know, this is a friend of mine. We've had some, you know, we know a lot of personal details about each other. You know, we're we're pretty close. Um, that fucking hurts, but is also <laughs> hilarious. So I'm going to choose to laugh at this to your face and I'm going to go cry myself to sleep later. So I'm, I'm, I'm team devastation is what happens. With the rest you know, of what makes time. me upset is that I sent him a thing. I was like, Hey man, can you do this little, this little Photoshop thing for me on this, on this thing? You're really good at it. And I haven't gotten anything back yet you and him are over here on, I don't know, some kind of secret side chat hitting each other up with these, with these TikToks and shit. And, and I hear, I sit waiting for my funny meme, but that's all right. That's, you know, well, that's, if, that's if whatever. It makes it any better. I haven't received a special talk um, in, in a while. So. Hey, that episode that we did, did we lose the episode where he makes you think that his dad is dead, but he's really just telling you that story from sons of anarchy. I don't think so. I think good. we were able to keep that. That was, good. I think it was, I, it was, it was sons of anarchy when I left. And then when I came back and I was just like, yes, I want to hear the story about your, <laughs> you know, this super depressing story. He was just, I think it was, uh, he was John Connor from the Terminator. I think that's, that's where he Dude, was. I, I don't remember how that all turned out, but just the fact that he got you on the sons of anarchy thing. Dude, I felt bad for days afterwards, like even <laughs> knowing I was just like, God damn, bro. And I know we, you know, we lost a good chunk of our catalog, but maybe when people are like, what's four for the road about? I hope they tune into to that episode. And like, oh, okay. So, so these dudes are retarded. Like, yeah. 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 Yeah, pretty much, you know, um, there was, you know, and, and that's something. So, you know, like you brought up, like, do you say something back, you know? And I know like for me personally, um, I support whatever anybody wants to do on the staff. Um, but like for me personally, I'm going to stop taking shots at people, um, you know, dirty from, uh, the bikers lifestyle podcast. He had, you know, he put out a good video and it kind of resonated. It, I don't, it didn't kind of resonate. It resonated with me. No, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. And, and for those, there's plenty uh, of internet for everybody, you know, if you want to be wrong, be wrong. That's fine. Like, that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on as like the historians in four for the road. Oh, it makes me cringe when you say that, like say history, say history, nerds, history, history buffs. You say historian, it's not like we're way better than we are. You and drifter are recognized historical. Anyway, 
Go back so to they, dirty. More about dirty. Um, you know, we we try to you know provide the evidence that we discovered or we, yeah. we read, however you want to say it, right? Because we didn't like discover it, but whatever. Um, and saying, hey, look, like this is this is where I started. This is where the journey took me, and this is what I got from all of this information. Now you go research it, just like you're doing with me. Now you go research it. You find what you find, and then tell me if you reach the same conclusion. If not, so I you think know, we'll have a conversation about it. So you know? I think you, I think you did an amazing job just now in segueing, segueing into what I thought this, this, this video, this podcast should be titled, which we talked about was club business, and that's all I wanted it to be titled. That was club business because I feel like that'll just drive people insane and yeah. they'll like have to come and click on the link and check it out but really i think you're doing a great you did a great thing like making it all come together because you're 100 right like if you want to say something instead of making a video sitting against a brick wall claiming whatever fine make that video but then post the links it's like that's all i did was like this dude is like ken's wrong and and this article definitely came out in hollister and i'm like no it didn't boom here and you know people are like oh those pictures were fuzzy because you took them off of a okay first of all i'm not paying for you to get the good shit and second of all right. you can still make it out like you did have to to stare at it but if you want to say dave's wrong you could easily read that and see that i'm not and and so that's what it's like if you want to make a claim if you want to argue then give me something don't say oh well this is wrong and then like just all it is is, is you talking and not backing it up with anything like, I don't even care if you don't post the links in your videos, fine. But then say, hey, go check out so-and-so or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, there, there's a couple of, you know, guys on social media that I follow that, you know, one video that they put out, because you're kind of limited on time, right? So one video they put out is, hey, this is my theory, or this is my, you know, insert, whatever you want to call it, a hypothesis, a conspiracy theory, whatever. This is what I think. And then in the next video, they cite all the references. Be like, hey, look, when I said this, I found it here. When I said this, I found it here, no. you know, or look up this event and then read about it. And then maybe you'll come to the same conclusion. But like, that's, it pisses me off. It's like, yeah. we, don't, we don't start shit, you know, like four for the road. We don't go after people first. You know, Every and it's not even so much. It's not even so much that I don't feel like it's a who's going after who like who like like dirty said there's enough internet for everybody and at the end of the day it's social media right like who really gives a fuck like my club activities aren't impacted because somebody made a shitty tiktok video my club activities aren't impacted because somebody called ken wrong but at the end of the day if you want to call my boy wrong state why he's wrong give me facts and why he's wrong or let's have a conversation about it like you know, how many times have we, how many times have we offered to, have, I'm sorry, that's the word I was looking for, offered to have other folks come on and debate us or talk about it or whatever. Like, I just, there's, there is enough room on the internet for everybody. And I agree with you. Um, I'm a hundred percent. I think that, I feel like people are going to take this the wrong way, but like, it's, there's not internet. There's there's not internet beef. That's that's fucking cheesy. But I'm also over just like the petty animosity of it too. Like, and I know that I'm guilty of it, and sometimes we're guilty of it. But like, you know, it's just 
if you want to, other than that, if you want to call us wrong, fine, but just say why we're wrong. And I think sometimes that's why folks are turned off by us. Like that one dude, no disrespect to him at all, but on, on that video that Dirty made, he's like, you seem, he said, Dirty seems more genuine than, than the four for the road guys. And I think we're not everybody's cup of tea because sometimes we are sarcastic. Uh, sometimes we're a little bit in your face. Sometimes we're like, you know, we make jokes that maybe not everybody's going to get, or, you know, we're a little bit more. I think we're a little bit we're <laughs> I want to say, I don't know what the right words I'm looking for I'll either like shelve it and come back to it but I think you know we're a little bit more of, uh open to where you know we're we're fine with, you know we're the we're the tennis shoes and and Dickie's crowd or whatever you want to say uh and I don't know that it's everybody's cup of tea or you know we don't you know does that make sense? I feel like I'm not, I'm not I'm not saying it right but I understand where that guy was coming from and why we might not always be everybody's cup of tea yeah, I think we appeal more to the younger crowd. Um, and then we get some older dudes that either get what we're trying to say or they never really agreed with the older crowd either uh, because there is there is a difference. And and I think, you know, we're, we're going to get into that in a couple of minutes once No Shame hops on. Is that, yeah, there is a big difference between the older generation of biker and the younger generation of biker, you know, and I say younger, like 35 and under. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm 36 and I mean, I'm considered young when it yeah. comes to club stuff. I know there's a lot of young club dudes, but I mean, I'm still probably in that younger, like you said, probably that 35, maybe I'm now starting to tick up, but you know, we're still considered younger when you're in your, your thirties compared to some of these, these other people that have been doing clubs for a long time. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're getting yelled at, you know, by, by Dave Mann for wearing chucks on my road glide and you know uh, it, he's he's uh he's he's dead so he's not he's not doing no disrespect but he's 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 dead he doesn't yeah, give a shit he doesn't give a shit what you're wearing he does he does he <laughs> to stop every day <laughs> but no man um you know kind of like moving forward i'm i'm just kind of done with the bullshit man like i don't want to like I'm, I'm gonna kind of take Dirty's advice, you know. I'm just gonna be like, all right, cool, dude. Like, you want to be a fucking douchebag over there? Be a fucking douchebag. I'm gonna keep it to mine. I'm gonna keep doing my shit, you know. Like, oh, you want to fucking run my, you know, run my name in your mouth all the fucking time? Fucking cool, bro. Like, or you want to take these these calculated shots to where when I fire back, you can say, oh, I wasn't talking to you, but if the shoe fit, fine, fuck it, man, do your thing. I'm done. Like, I am going to focus on doing uh, his historical pieces. I'm going to focus on, you know, like personal growth pieces and dedicating yourself to something bigger than you. Yeah, you know, I think part of the reason why some of the other crowd or whatever doesn't like everything that, that we put out, uh, I think is sometimes because, you know, we have guys that, you know, the younger guys, we have guys that are, you know, stepping up in the club world. We have guys that are in the club world. We have guys that are outlaw clubs, diamond clubs, national officers and all this stuff. And I think for a lot of what the guy, a lot of what we have here, as far as opinion-based stuff, a lot of them are, you know, I don't, oh, fuck, what's the, a lot, you know, silence example on the podcast that he was on not too long ago about, you know, the shitter's full, the house is full. Would you let another man just walk into your house? You know, that kind of thing. Uh, I think a lot of us, uh, you know, subscribe to that and, and, and believe kind of in that theory, or at least it resonates or we understand it. And I think some of the folks that, that maybe don't like our message or whatever, think that, 
you know, that we're advocating for beefs or violence or whatever. And that's not the case at all. Like, I just understand why maybe somebody is territorial. Like, I, I get that. Or why, you know, clubs sometimes butt heads. Like, I get that. And I understand it. And it's And I think sometimes people want podcasts or whatever to talk about kumbaya and peace and roses and all that. And that's, that's, there's a component and an, and a need for that as well. But I think sometimes people are mad at us or, or don't like our show because we're like, yeah, dude, you did something stupid in somebody's house and you got punched in the mouth. You fucking deserved it. And so I think maybe that sometimes alienates some of that other crowd from what I see, like I'll, I'll go and I'll, I'll troll the, the comment sections to see, you know, what other people are saying about other sites. And if we're, we might get good talk, good topics or, or people to bring on. But I think that's a large part of what I see is I think guys are looking for that inclusivity, and maybe sometimes we're like, nah, not everybody, not everybody needs a plate at the table. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. And you know, I, I, I do appreciate Silent for taking some time later. You know, because like after that episode, we we spoke for a little bit. And you took that shit so personal. Yeah, I did, man. Like it wasn't me- personal. It wasn't. It wasn't. And he wasn't trying to be a dick or anything like that. I was just being a bitch. Like that's what it that's what it is. Oh. I will say that without a doubt, Ken is our most beatnik, peace loving dude on here. No shame's not. No shame will chase you down in sandals. Don't let him don't let that fucking baby face fool you. Yeah, that motherfucker will scrap, dude. Ken's 100%. over there like you know, Ken wants to hit the peace pipe. No shame is like I'll hit you with the peace pipe. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, and that's just the dream I have, you know. I mean, but at the end of the day, reality is what it is. But like, like I said, man, like I took some. T- oh my fucking god! So no shame's on. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Before you go into what no shame is doing, I just wanted to, you know, that's why I think sometimes people don't like what we put out is because we don't have the entire kumbaya vibe all the time. We're not advocating for violence. We're not putting out club business, but we certainly understand that sometimes, you know, shit happens or, or needs to happen or whatever you want, whatever fucking euphemism you want to put in there um, rather than everybody holding hands. So I think that alienates some people, but anyway, so any, we were just talking about not taking shots at people and then here's no shame. Yeah. So uh, not well, taking hey, any shots. Well, hey, we're right about an hour, people. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to bring it up, but if you want to know what's happening, just go troll the TikTok. You'll see what's you'll, – you'll piece together. <laughs> Dude, I laughed my fuck. I laughed my ass off on that video he made where he's like, oh, shit, my doggy fell off. <laughs> oh, shit, my doggy fell. But, oh, man. So, yeah, but, uh, No Shame is just jumping on, and we're going to call this, uh, this episode Club Business because that's all we like to do is put out club business. Oh, yeah, we do so much of that. Have we ever actually, like, you know, I was thinking about that because I saw this site, this site, renamed Nameless because Ken's turning over a new leaf, I guess. Um, but they they said, like, they, it was like a truck video. I don't know. Maybe it was a veteran in a truck or some shit like that. And and he was, like, talking about social media putting out club business. And I was like, wait a minute. This fucking guy just posted a video of a club in a street fight, like, six posts ago like what the fuck are you talking about like get out of here and that's and then, the that's the crazy part about it is like if we've put out any club business at all it has been in like a positive aspect i think i the, to my knowledge i can only think of one time where we've talked about like a negative club thing and we did our utmost not to bring up club names we just used it as an example of like you know as as a starting point for a conversation and into another topic 
anytime we've ever mentioned a club specifically, it's always been about a historical reference or it's like a club that sends us like a newspaper clipping of them doing something charitable in the community. It's not this yeah. fucking hack job shit where you're finding like the most sensational piece of media you can find on a club and using that to generate clicks. Like I think anytime we've done any kind of club, anything it's always been with righteous intent. Yeah, I agree. And you know, I think it's, it's just, sometimes it's aggravating and you like, you want to like every time it happens, point it out. But then, you know, you're like, why that, why am I going to let somebody live in my head rent free like that? But I think it's important too, to like, you know, like, understand that there's a difference like the culture i don't sound like a boomer here but like the culture or or i guess not an anti-boomer whatever the fuck but like the culture's evolved and and one of the complaints is like you know old timers would have never been on social media yes they would have and and there was no social media and he's like oh you know you never saw colors and you know uh you know you never showed your your club colors and, and stuff like this and i'm like what are you talking about there was literally a magazine called colors and like it was dedicated to motorcycle clubs and and runs and parties and 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 all this shit and there's been so many books from the 60s and the 50s and 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 movies that presented actual club colors fucking movies and this guy's you know this guy's making a, a fucking truck video or whatever a tiktok about how back in the in his day or, or old school bikers or whatever never would have have shown their club colors on the internet or put out club business like shut up dude i forget what club it is and it could have been multiple clubs but there were clubs that literally had baseball trading cards of themselves that you could buy in a magazine which are some of the most iconic stuff like i would love to get my hands on some of those and like the old um you know, Ed Roth stuff in the back of his magazines would have presidents, presidents of large clubs on these amazing bikes. And you could buy them for like five bucks. Like, so don't tell me that clubs wouldn't have been on social media. Like, yes, they would have. Like, uh, unless you're going back to the days of smoke signals, there's always been some sort of, of presence. Yeah, dude, dude, there the was a there was motorcycle club in La Bamba. Like, it's not yeah, even it's just, just like like motorcycle related movies. I mean, it, it's part of like the culture of America, you know, and in that story, it just so happened to be a historical reference. The per the you know, fucking Richie Valens or whatever is his brother happened to be in that motorcycle club and they, and they portrayed it. And that when did that movie come out, like eighties, nineties, you know, eighties. I don't, I don't know exactly, but I think, and then I you got a club, you know, a, a well-respected historical club, you know, allowing their colors to be shown in that movie. So to say like, they wouldn't be on social media. I mean, yeah, you guys bring up a great point. It's it's an asinine statement. Also, for those that don't know what that means, um, it's because social media wasn't around and the internet wasn't around. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's easy to say, oh, well, you didn't see this in the 70s when the capability didn't exist. Like, no shit. Yeah. And I know, like, I'm stereotyping, so, like, am I any better? But I feel like a lot of times those those types of folks that have that complaint or haven't been able to evolve and, and progress from the seventies or the eighties are either they're either they're not in the life anymore or they're not attending relevant events or anything like that. Or they just have this, I don't know, I call it like, you know, they have this gangster rhythms or, or whatever the fuck. Like they think that's the only aspect of the life. 
like we all know that that there's there's things that happen but that's the part that they focused on the most and that's how they feel that all motorcycle culture should be and oh back in my day it was rough and tough and this and that and like like no they people yeah okay that was part of it but that was such a small part of it like there was also this entire other thing going on and you choose to ignore and act like it didn't happen yeah and then i mean part of that i think to um trying to be objective here is look at his age you know like the like the age of the guys that are saying that kind of stuff they can't do that hood rat shit anymore and they feel like maybe fear equals respect and that's not the case at all so they you know fantasize or romanticize the the violence that did happen and much like the media they blow it all out of proportion and you know oh this was a fucking monday to sunday fucking thing you know you couldn't go down the street without getting shot at and it's just like well i mean my dad was there and, and he never fucking said anything like that you know but yeah and, and you know it's not a uh uh what is the word condemnation or whatever of, of, of old folks uh, or old bikers. Like there's definitely some rad ass dudes out there and some, you know, some clubs, you know, are built on just these amazing pillars of these gray beers that have amazing stories. But the, those leaders and those mentors and those dudes that you learn from are the ones that, because especially the motorcycle club world, I feel like it's a very delicate thing to have nostalgia and 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 respect for the history and where you come from and bring that with you as you progress. Like I don't know if there's another thing out there outside of maybe like, you know, military type stuff, military service, whatever, things related to that, where we care as much about the past and the history and the and the protocols and all that, and also try to to evolve. And I think it's a hard thing to do. Um, but motorcycle clubs, I think for the most part, the successful ones, they do it well. And of course, there's always just those dudes that they, they just can't stop, you know, missing the, the old ways. But I think the successful ones and the best leaders and the best old beards to hear, you know, old gray beards to hear stories from are the ones that love the time that they had in the past and, and are excited about the future of the club. I just found on eBay a, Sonny Barger poster from a magazine in 1960 that's selling for 1500 bucks. Oh my god, dude. Is it <laughs> No, it's not even restored. It would cost $500 just to get it back up to its original condition. Damn. But see, and that's the and that's the thing is that a lot of our community is made up of veterans. And even veterans know if you don't you don't adapt, you die. I know, right? No, me, me, of all people, talk about veterans in a positive way. Uh, but yeah, if you don't adapt, you die. Yeah. Right? There's going to be new shit that comes out. There's going to be new ways to do the old shit that work better. And you adapt and you overcome, right? I, again, feel the collective military eye twitch. No, but but you're 100, you're 100% right. And that, you said what I was trying to say is, is that, you know, the, the motorcycle club world, whether you're getting into it hanging around it or, or you're in a club we really try to bring the past with us and represent it appropriately and properly and 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 respect it um and we also try to evolve and and stay current and, and it's a delicate it, it is a hard it's a very hard thing to do and if you're in a leadership position in your club i don't envy you because it's, it's it is a, a stressful thing and a hard thing to to do but then you have guys that get a, a social media platform who absolutely suck dick at fucking doing it but yeah. but people some people listen to him 
So, and this is, this is an example that, that I would use when describing to somebody, well, why are the new ways better than the old ways? Well, first off, it's going to maintain your club's relevance and membership um, to help carry on the legacy that you have worked to build and maintain. Well, hang on. I don't think you mean why are the new ways better than the old ways. I think, no, 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 I think you mean why is it important to blend it? Yeah, yeah. Th thank you. But if you're saying like, you know, no, the new ways are just fucking awful and we're never going to fucking do it. Well, that's like saying, okay, cool. Well, we had kickstarts first, so you, we can't, you can't have an electric start bike in my club. Okay, cool. Well, now they only make electric start bikes. So what are we going to fucking do here? Are you just going to let your club die? Or are you going to adapt to, to new things? Right? Outrageous example, I know. But at the end of the day, you have to adapt or die. And you, there's, there's plenty of fucking old ways that are fucking great, right? That are still practiced today. But then we've found some stuff that maybe didn't work in today's environment. So we changed it. Can you imagine, like, I know some dudes do it, but it's a rare, it's not as, as, as prevalent or whatever. Can you, but can you imagine like national cross country runs on a hardtail? No. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> no, my, my dad and I built a uh, 59 pan head together. And this is after I had my Dyna for a while. And he finally let me take it. You know, even though I invested money into that motherfucker too, he finally let me take it. He says, I'll tell you what, boy, if you can start it, you can fucking take it off for a ride. I was like, all right, cool. So I'd never worked a kickstart before, whatever, fucking, we got 20 good minutes of just him just heckling me and having a good time watching me fail. But I finally got the bike to start. And I made it probably three miles before I was like, man, I should have turned back about a half mile ago because this is fucking horrible. It was fun. It was great. Like, I know it looked cool and all that, but it was and fucking miserable. Something that you, you mentioned just a little bit ago, too, is your dad, you know, having a long time club experience. Um, does he think you're a fucking pussy for giving away club secrets on the Internet? Yes. <laughs> no, uh, no. He he, he's disappointed it. in me and for other ways. Yeah, he's I, I definitely disappointed him in other ways, like. Um, you know, just my existence, really. But you know, at least you didn't like try to import a Canadian motorcycle club to the states. Mm. Who who would do that? <laughs> did you guys already hit? I don't know if you guys touched on this before I got onto the podcast, but did you already hit on the differences between like showing your colors on the internet versus like what's actually club business? No, no, you were kind of here for um, the brief touch on that as far as talking about, like, historically, there's always been some sort of, you know, thing to, to represent your club publicly. But, I mean, like, the, uh, that's not necessarily what I'm getting at. It's, like, there's a difference between me, like, showing a video of, like, me and my brothers on a run or, like, even us, like, sitting around bullshitting or whatever um, and just having a good time and and giving glimpses into the life versus like, and this is all hypothetical. If I was like, oh, uh, my club, Dingle Dangles, really is in like a rough way with Ken's club, Booberhead 94s. And, uh, you know, now we're going to meet at the playground at noon to duke it out under the flagpole. Like those are like 
two different situations, yeah. you know, like high and, and man, I, th- I would venture to say like most people that are putting out content, whether it be in podcast form on TikTok, on Instagram, whatever it is, regardless of whether it's like good or not, or whether you like enjoy their content, I don't think most of those guys are putting out club business, you know, and I haven't seen somebody that just like so blatantly puts out like the details of somebody's club life or, you know, things that are discussed in church. Most of it's just general knowledge, people discussing protocol, tradition, history versus like what you would actually call club business. Yeah, but I think, you know, there's some maybe it's difficult for us, too, because we don't have an agenda. We don't really, I mean, you know, Ken will run a report for us or whatever and maybe show us where we are in the rankings podcast-wise. And usually we're out in front other than Fast Life. Fast Life always kicks our butt, but usually we're out in front. But, uh, you know, like other than that metric, um, you know, how many countries are listening to us or whatever, we're nothing we do is for profit. We don't, you know, we don't care about views. We don't care about anything else like as far as, as making money off of it. We have jobs, we have full-time jobs. That's this is a hobby, this is a passion, this is our, our lifestyle, this is what we we really care about and love. There's a few other sites I think that what they're doing is they're trying to promote traffic for monetary gain. And to do that, you need to have a video that says club business is being put out on the internet, or you need to take, you know, um, you know, you need to take JPEG images of club colors and put them as kind of the video screen for your upcoming video or podcast. Or yeah, whatever. that's pretty because, whack, isn't it? Because you want to monetize it, and that's why you're doing it. And to me, that that always seemed like what's the uh, double speak, right? Like double, like you're saying one thing, but I can clearly see that you're doing another. Well, yeah, and, and there's there's those you know few individuals out there that are doing that. But like, like I was saying, I think a majority of the people like, um, and that was like the crazy thing about us getting onto the TikTok space. And, uh, I think I I would venture to say that I'm probably the only one that has logged in (laughs) to the TikTok account, even though I put the password and, and username out there and everything, I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that's ever logged into there. But, um, even just like, you know, since I started putting content on there, I think everybody else, it was it was funny watching like Blade and Silent start getting onto TikTok and they're like acting all boomer on it and shit like oh really all these <laughs> dancing girls and shit I don't know this is fucking crazy but uh, once they figured it out man I, there's like a whole another like plethora of of people that are putting out like really great stuff and like I was telling you guys earlier I I was uh, having a conversation with one of those guys you know and and. I, I was telling him like, you know, I respect the content that he's putting out, you know, and, and uh, I know there's a, an association that he has with somebody else that's in, in the same sphere that we don't really see on a high level. But, you know, that's uh, it's a way to break into like different areas, you know, it's, it's that collaborative thing to where like, OK, I can expand my market if I like, you know, do these things with this person so, or whatever. but. I mean- how do you feel about those in that market space though that are trying to monetize should this be is there a is there a need i like we, like i think before you came out we're talking there's internet for everybody but is that is it appropriate is there a need for motorcycle club culture to be monetized and, and you say well there's books there's videos so what's the difference on somebody else doing that i think it's okay uh, i don't want to do it i want no part of it 
but I, I can see where maybe somebody would want to monetize it, but I think it's, it's a very delicate thing. Well, I think, you know, one of the big things that, you know, especially you have always been protective of is what is our credibility and like, and how do we maintain that credibility, you know, in the best possible way while still like, you know, allowing creative freedom. And I think one of the things that does very much lend to our credibility is the fact that we aren't trying to, to make a profit on this. We aren't trying to, you know, gain sponsorships, even though a sponsorship was brought to us, you know, and we took it and gave them a very steep discount because all we wanted out of that thing was, you know, a little bit better recording equipment to give a slightly better product, you know, and, and we were very upfront about that. But there's like some other people out there that, that are chasing profits. And, you know, I don't necessarily see the bad in it um, as long as they continue to put out the righteous shit. You know, I think for us, we can kind of like maybe it gives us a little bit of a safety net to where we can kind of put stuff out that might somebody might be like, oh, what's what's the motive? Well, you can cross cross money off the list because none of us are getting paid for it. And I think all of us have probably put money into this project and, you know, with with no expectation of a return. And I think to look at at, um, I feel like some of the better ones that are out there are ones that have club dudes involved in it and i feel like some of the the worst ones are the ones that have just hanger-ons not even hang around just hanger-ons and they're trying to monetize it i mean you know i'm not going to hit all of the good ones or all of the bad ones and i won't even mention the bad ones but i mean you look at some of the good ones i like and i have a personal relationship with them so maybe that that helps but i like what dirty does a biker's lifestyle it's a little bit different i think than some of the all, all the stuff we do um but i think he's got some really great points and and as an individual and as a show i dig it uh, here we'll cover this one um shaggy you know we we can <laughs> we're kind of harsh uh to him in an episode about like respectful you know about uh, a nat geo episode and and his response to it and stuff like that however i think he puts out some good stuff and we've for those that aren't following or aren't aware don't care we've had conversations with him and and kind of you know i don't know figured it out or or uh, you know seen great stuff with him and 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 offered advice back from other people have um i tried to to you know i gave him some some historical stuff and, and got some feedback from from him you know, it's kind of turned into a better relationship uh, just from an understanding standpoint than, than when we kind of lit into him for some stuff that we thought was was out of context for the biker community. So I think, you know, he's another one. He's a club guy and has has some decent information. Uh, you know, there's, there's some Facebook pages that are run by by some club dudes that that I think have good content. Um, but, you know, it's kind of limited in in the podcast youtube spear or whatever i think there's there's not as many club guys like what we have here doing it yeah i definitely think that our cast is unique in the fact that one we have so many and then from such a wide range of clubs and experiences and i I, again that's why i think we're unique and you know not saying that that other sites or anything like that aren't uh an asset to the community which they absolutely are but i mean there's just some out there that you know they live to make money off of tragic events connected to the motorcycle community you know they they enjoy uh 
highlighting the negativity, but then they're the first ones to write in and say, no, I, I, I defend the motorcycle club community. I stand up for the motorcycle club community. And it's just, well, what you're, what you're selling doesn't match what you're, what you're saying, you know? And I think, you know, something, I guess this is kind of a rambling. Like I'm not, I'm not saying Uh, everybody else sucks. I'm not saying that. No, no, not at all. I don't think it came across that way, but I think this is kind of a hard episode because it kind of rambles and, and we're trying before no shame got on, we were trying to politely address why, you know, some of our episodes are gone because it's obviously an elephant in the room and, and it was kind of out of our control, um, technical wise. Uh, but you know, just, just trying to, I think, you know, talk about that and, and then talk about the difference between club business and, and actual club business, like no shame pointed out. So it's, it's kind of a rambling episode, but I hope people understand that <laughs> at the end of the day, four for the roads vision or my vision, our vision is, is a place for everybody. As long as you are cool. I don't know. Um, it really is a place for everybody. Now, if you come in here talking about the motorcycle club scene is dead and Sons of Anarchy ruined it and, you know, you can't wear vans or, you know, posting a picture of club colors is, is posting club business. If you come in with some ridiculous shit like that, no, Four for the Road is not for you and you're going to have a bad attitude about it and that's fine. Fuck off. It might be for you, but but expect <laughs> that we're going to make fun of you. Yeah. Like we uh, we dogged on uh, one of our viewers for posting something and he like turned right around he's like you know what my bad that wasn't what i was saying and it was you know it was all good and, and great and whatever but you know don't expect that we're just gonna like kumbaya you even even ken with his love for avoiding conflict and he's so good at it he uh he'll even that's dog you in the comments sarcasm, too ken. that's sarcasm ken uh I, but no this i really conflict at every opportunity i really think this is a page for told me to turn the other cheek I want you, whether you are thinking about a club, in a club, been in a club, left a club and are angry about a club, like whatever. Like I want you to come here and have a discussion about it on the comments, write us and send us stuff into post. Hell, you know, if you have a good good idea and, and you're interesting, come on the podcast. It really is a place for everybody unless you're an asshole. And, and I think that's sometimes people get that confused. And, and I'm not saying that the people that don't like us are assholes. Some of them definitely are. But I think we sometimes come off. I'll say it. The people that don't like us are assholes. Maybe we come off elitist sometimes and we shouldn't. Like we're not better than anybody else. But maybe that's what somebody like. What's his name? Billy. Billy Joe Bob. What was that? Oh, yeah. The guy that commented on Dirty's video. And, and I'm not trying to disrespect him at all. He did have like three first names. But he generally said he said he liked our content. However, we we, we weren't seem, genuine. Or, or maybe he didn't want to ride with us. Look, you'd have a great time riding with me. All right. I'm a fun time. But I, I you know, can confirm that. I think that sometimes we do come off a little bit harsh and and uh you know i get that and, and i don't mean to and i don't think anybody else here does um this really is a place i feel like for everybody you know what my favorite like comment is when people are talking about the show is when they say that you know it feels like i'm just listening to a bunch of friends or like you know if the the yeah. campfire analogy you know it feels like a bunch of guys just sitting around a campfire and that's what i enjoy about like doing the show you know it's if if you don't think we're being genuine, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, like I was telling you guys the other day, we were talking about um, how, like, not too long ago, I was like considering almost being done with with MCs in general. You know, I was, I was very, you know, was, my head was in the wrong place. And one of the ways that I got over that shit and moved on to something better was having a conversation on this podcast with, you know, two of my really close friends that I've met through this 
this uh, this platform. So I don't know. I've I have never been anything but genuine, other than maybe some of the times I got like kicked off the show and somebody else that looked like me just in a disguise or something was like on the show. Like maybe Which happens those more than people. I think that happens more than people know. Yeah, but you know, if it's me talking, I've never been disingenuous once. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to just point out for oh, his name actually is Jimmy Joe Bob. I think I said that. Um, is it really? Yeah, or that's his IG handle. I don't know if that's his actual mm-hmm. name. But that's his IG handle. In no way am I like making fun of your remarks i want you to know that i appreciate you saying that you like our stuff and you know i certainly understand where sometimes the misconception of you know wanting to ride with somebody or how genuine is it or whatever um i can see what that comes across and i feel like we're we're i'll say it i think sometimes we're politicians but i think that one guy tried to say in the comments that one time we tried to talk about things um but we tried to i think come from every angle so so we it, maybe sometimes it seems like we're not confronting something head on, right? We're trying to be respectful and, and see all sides of a problem. I think, you know, some of those sites that, that these guys, like, especially Dirty uh, at Biker's Lifestyle, he just comes in like a fucking freight train, right? So, and I think some people appreciate that. And that's probably why they like that content more than some of our stuff where we try to be a little bit more thinkers. I think we're, and well, we're also yeah. like a group of people who have different opinions. So, sure. you know, a lot of the times we're, we're discovering what the collective, you know, idea is going to be on the topic as we're discussing it. Yeah. You know, and then a lot of times it's, you know, I have my own opinion on something. I hear something different from Dave and then now all of a sudden my opinion is different. So it might seem a little like we're dancing around a topic, but we're legitimately like discovering different ways to think about things, you know, live and and in front of you. And I think too, I don't know that, you know, there's an, there, I don't think there is um, another platform that has as many club relationships to think about when they're when they're talking about something. Uh, and I mean that in a respectful manner, like you want to be respectful to either a the nation that you're a part of or the relationships that 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 nation has. And, and a lot of these other ones, you know, maybe they're only representing themselves or they're only representing one club. Uh, you know, that's fine, too. I think. But that's something that, you know, if you didn't know. Now you know uh, that is something we definitely consider when we're making topics and talking about stuff. Is there's a lot more than just us represented here. And Ken's on the fucking phone right now. No shame's knitting or some shit. I don't know. Ken, what the fuck Ken's been trying to talk for the last ten minutes, so I've been. I was just sitting back here. I was going to give him a chance. I didn't want to interrupt, and then now he's like over here dicking around. You know, it's going to be some bullshit. Like, oh, that was, you know, Chiefs call. Uh, Chiefs call. No, I was one hundred percent just yelling at my kid. That's all it was. Is it on your phone? Yeah, I don't want to get up. I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> Wait a minute. You your just... kid to yell. Your kid's not even there. How, how do you? What are you, you mad about? A, you live in a ranch house. There's no room that he can go into that he can't hear you. Okay, look. The honest reason is, is yes, I was yelling at my son for screaming while we were recording a podcast. I didn't want to get up from the computer just in case No Shame wanted to come out and tell me how his fucking nephew's cousin's sister's aunt goldfish's next to kin's fucking best friend died okay you? And now i'm the fucking asshole for walking away again because i missed both times that his dad died were you was no shame on the podcast today yet when we started no. talking about how he got you with that sons of anarchy thing no oh yeah i said that was not- probably one of my favorite podcast moments is when no shame told this story uh, and it was just a Sons of Anarchy reference, and Ken thought it was it was legitimate. 
He had me going, man. He had me going. Uh, that was well, good. It was like, all I off the cuff. The first story that I that I like heard was the one about John Connor, and then like I think maybe fifteen seconds into that, I was like, "That's that's a movie," and they kept going. I was like, "That's definitely Terminator." Okay, but then when I saw the footage afterwards, I was like, that's "It was one Terminator one and two. Yeah, it was two movies. Don't don't downplay it." It's, I thought the Sons of Anarchy reference came first, though. It no? did, but yeah. Ken didn't yeah. hear it because oh, he, he walked out on my dad dying. <laughs> Twice. But <laughs> so anyways, I know we were waiting on me to respond, but I was yelling at my child. I would just like to point out to the, to the listeners that are still here. Uh, he lives in a ranch house. Uh, there's no room within that house that the, his kid would not have heard him. He didn't need to fucking call him. He was yelling at his kid because he could hear his kid. So obviously his kid could hear him. <laughs> yes. And then why would I be a hypocrite about yelling while I'm recording by yelling? while The kid's not recording uh, a podcast. It's it, not hypocritical. Yeah. Did you not get the memo? Uh, biker podcasts are hypocritical. I don't know. We didn't okay. fucking. And racist. <laughs> we didn't Hold fight. on. We didn't are we sharing too much family business? Ooh, oh shit! All right, no, just shut the fucking podcast down. It's we've said too much. No shame has his has his kid in the background, so I don't I don't know. I didn't even know he was back there until like I saw his little feet kicking around in the in the fucking on the computer screen. Andy's playing with his cat. We see you. We see you. No, you. He's re- oh me. Yeah, I'm not playing with a cat. I thought what were you fucking? He was like knitting. Do you have like a cat toy that you were like throwing around? What the fuck? No, this is my casino membership card. Oh, a lanyard. So if I walk away from the machine, it pulls out and smacks me in the ass. Do oh. you have a VIP membership to a casino? Yeah, I like I like casinos. Couldn't tell. It, what? Just because he's a fucking biker doesn't mean that he can't enjoy nice things. Are bikers that, allowed? Uh, that, are bikers allowed in casinos? <laughs> You know, it depends on where you are. Some people ruined it for us. Not to name any names. I don't want to put a club business out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. 21 years ago. I don't want to put no you know, history channel shit out yeah. there. Jesus Christ. Uh, we'll, oh. put the link. we'll put the link in the captions, guys. Yeah, every click is 15 cents, so make sure you open it up. <laughs> That's everybody's first time hearing about that, right? Yeah, I just hey, spoiled did that. Get, did you guys see that uh, somebody didn't – one of the motorcycle podcasts did an interview with Jay Dobbins. No. Yeah. I, I was like, are you trying to? <laughs> no, he did, he did, like, no, he didn't do an interview because that guy never does interviews. He just, he just talked about an interview that somebody else did with Jay Dobbins. Get the, are you serious? I didn't yeah, watch okay. it. I just, no, because uh... he fucking said some shit about interviewing somebody from my club. So I went and watched the fucking video and he's literally just talking about an interview that I think Big Cell did with a guy from my club like years ago and he's like yeah he talked about the thing and the thing and the thing and yeah he goes on to do this and it's like like why i don't need your summary of what somebody else did like put out original <laughs> content you jackass <laughs> See, ken's over here trying to turn over a new leaf and oh man but seriously it's i didn't hard. it's like so, it's like trying to quit smoking and then hanging out with only smokers so did he just like reiterate what had already been like put out in, in Jay Dobbins book or did he like, just it's like, it? um, I would compare it to cliff notes written by somebody with an IQ of four. <laughs> Jesus 
Christ. Oh, I know Sorry. exactly what you're talking about now. Sorry, Ken. So was, so was he like pro I mean, it's, another, it's similar to another news site out there that says that, you know, they'll report on, oh. on an incident that happens, but then it's literally just them reading I, off of somebody else that wrote a story about it. I thought we were turning over a new leaf. I'm just, well, to, is it talking shit if it's true? I'm just, you're right. I'm sorry. It's right. not defamation of character if it's true. I looked that up on Google yesterday. <laughs> it's not defamation of character, but does it make me a dickhead? All right, but anyway, so Anyways, for those no, that are going to go I'm check done. out, done. for those that are going to go check out this Jay Dobbins thing, was he pro Jay Dobbins or anti Jay Dobbins? I didn't, I didn't watch the oh. whole thing. Like, uh, I just, that's his. So, okay, yeah, to be fair, he might have interviewed Jay Dobbins, but I, I am 99% <laughs> sure that he did not because his whole platform is not that it is we get it is pretending that hey, you interviewed somebody hey we're not we're not quite at an hour yet we had time to look it up i'm looking it up right now okay because <laughs> i think we did an episode on uh, not jay but like overall like informants and snitches and like how they make money like and they end up with like almost little to no evidentiary busts and things like that but they make like all this fucking governmental money and we did one like that so it was definitely anti I, I can never remember what this fucking page is called because now all i think about is no you're trying to trick us into saying it i'm not doing that I'm all i think mad. about is bread that's been heated up inside of a device that gets it crispy and brown on the outsides stop it I... <laughs> fuck what's the name of that fucking thing i'm uh, ken not... sign sign language it to me there you go put it in you, where'd you put it Put it in the chat. In the private chat? Yeah. There we go. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm 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 trying to be better, guys. I'm trying to be better. I'm not promising this is gonna last forever. Okay, but I'm trying to be better. You know. So while uh so you got anything coming up special for you? Video talking about Jay Dobbins that hit me with that again. Leading people to believe they are true. Nope, Jay Dobbins is not this is on this video. Anywhere. Nope, yeah. Jay Dobbins was not there. I fucking hate you so much right now. What happened? I just have so many things to say. Just so many things. And I'm trying to be nice. And you guys are making this very difficult for me. Is it, uh... Can you <laughs> Did you hear that? Doesn't that work the other way around? You bring <laughs> a beer. No, she was, she just oh, asked fuck. my kid. She goes, "Son, can you grab me a beer?" <laughs> People are gonna think of J. Bob Dylan Shaw or whatever that guy's name was. Jesus, <laughs> J. Bob Dylan Shaw. Where the fuck Dave go? Uh, he said that he it's something something about selling a dime bag to his employer or something like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, but no, man, I think, I mean, there, there's definitely, uh, we covered a decent amount of shit today, but there's definitely a, a difference in, you know, putting club business out there and then, you know, talking about club stuff. You Absolutely. Know, I mean, if we're talking about history and protocol, you know, could you call that club business? Are we, are we putting club business out there? I don't, I don't fucking. Well, it's like that. If boil it down to it's not on social media, right? You're not supposed to talk club business to anybody outside of your club, right? You're not no. even supposed to really talk club business to a prospect unless it's like pertinent information that on a need to know basis. Yeah. Uh, you're definitely not supposed to be talking about club business to like hangarounds. But how the fuck do they learn anything? 
if 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 talking about protocol is club business, then they wouldn't learn anything, right? So obviously, there's Bro, things that are discussed club, that are not club, club business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can see my club. It's club business. I can't ride down the highway with my fucking <laughs> cut on anymore. Hey, I gotta put around. a little. Yeah, permanently fuck fucking censored bar over my shit so nobody fucking knows who I am uh, or where I fucking that's stupid yeah. it's just ridiculous it is. the whole thing it, oh it, and by the way Dave uh, Jay Dobbins was not on that episode it's disappointing yeah well you were right at least you know you were right I do shocker right no shame's correct about something but but yeah, yeah there's definitely... a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then <laughs> hey See, my, my favorite is even the sun shines on a dog's ass. But, uh, but, but yeah, you're man. Right. You're 100% there's, there's, right. Who yeah, is? There's, there's definitely, a, we all are. <laughs> the person on the screen right now. But, we, <laughs> you know, there, there's definitely a difference between talking about club stuff and trying to educate people and putting out club business. And um, the last thing I will say on it is that, you know, the invitation has been extended and it's up to that individual if they would like to accept the invitation. Um, And I would say it was done with the utmost politeness. But I I don't think so. (laughs) I I thought that was pretty polite. I thought. Anyways, but. Because I'm a fuck up and I'm gonna say it, but uh, but no, it's it's it sucks that that kind of shit's out there, but that it's also seeing that kind of shit that's out there makes me even more proud of the work that we're doing it for for the road as a collective. Because yeah, sometimes we get wrapped up in the shit talking negativity, but at the end of the day, I think we all fulfill the mission rather eloquently. We spread education on tradition, history, and protocol. And don't even call it, you know what, if somebody wants to nitpick, like don't even call it education, fine. It's promoting the culture. And, and if you're proud of something or you are passionate about something, why not fucking promote it? Like, I don't like, what is the point of, of having something that's great or, or has great parts if you're not excited to tell other people about it or to have them share or, or to find like-minded people, what the fuck's the point then? I was trying to think of something like negative and clickbaity to say to like, you know, kind of just be funny and ironic, but I couldn't like, I just, I just don't know how people look at, you know, and, and you said it perfectly. If you actually love something, then how are you not going to promote it? And it, I think it is very telling. It kind of just came to me that like a majority of these people that are putting out this like trash content are, people who are no longer involved in the life they probably had a negative experience with it and they put out like the worst parts of it just to try and earn a buck and it's like if you if you actually cared about the culture and you cared about the community you would try to represent it in the most positive light possible and like i just sat here trying to think of like how do i negatively spin something and i can't because it's it's something that i love and you know i think a lot of times even if we do talk about something that might be negative we try to dissect it down to like okay, here's how the justification for that works and here's why you might see it in, in a negative light or why com- the community might view it or the, the general public might view it weird. But here's why we do it, you know? I don't know. I, I just, it's frustrating that uh, there are people out there that have an audience that uh, are putting out such garbage. And you know what is, is embarrassing for Dave specifically is that uh, before I was even a part of this staff when we were on uh suck a free 
And before we had our podcast, I wrote into Sucker Free and asked for a recommendation for podcasts to listen to. And Dave gave me a terrible recommendation. <laughs> well, in his, defense, in his defense, was it horrible at the time? Or it was, you know, horrible I, at the time. There was an the everybody. I don't think I'm. I'm not breaking any fucking news right now. There was. Uh, everybody knows about the Waco incident. It was like around the time that all that Waco stuff was happening, and uh, that was literally the entirety of the content on that show. It's like, oh, this person's gonna snitch on this person. Let's hear what this person has to say about dingle dangles and oh my god the, you know, it was you know, just also, sensationalized it was, it was you know pretty what? pretty annoying you were looking for like a negative spin or whatever you are not as as a as a as a youtube facebook instagram tiktok podcast whatever platform if you interview a club president about any events that have to do with anything dramatic related to their exit from a club you're not fucking allowed to scold people on club business, all right? <laughs> you, right. Fucking, you lose all that integrity, and so you can just straight on miss me with that video you want to make in your fucking truck or whatever. If you bring on an ex-club president of any club, good, bad, indifferent, you fucking all – don't talk to me ever about club business. Checkmate. <laughs> if you've watched more episodes of Sons of Anarchy than you've been to club biker parties – then shut the fuck up. If you were a legend, I'm sorry, if you were uh, not a legend, if you knew and were around a legend in the community and were such a part of that fabric for, for however long you claim, and then don't go to that funeral, also miss me with whatever fucking advice you have. If you are larger around than you are tall and you make hey, videos hey, in hey, your hey, truck, hey, you better calm down. <laughs> then... Then you better miss me. All right, it's Just, COVID. Shut the fuck up. Look, no, I, I added a, I added a qualifier. <laughs> you can be larger around than you are tall as long as you don't make videos in your truck. Yeah. Then shut the fuck up, Ken. It's your turn. You guys took all the good ones. <laughs> if you have hand tattoos but can't make chief, shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was press. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ken. Hey. <laughs> Hey, aren't you allowed to wear those like really thick pirate earrings if you like sail below what? the equator or something? What? In the Navy, like if you do something gay on a ship, they give you these big ass circle earrings to put in your ears. I'm not in the Navy. Okay, I was in the Navy. I'm not and... saying you are. I'm just saying that it happens. I and I was know. on a ship, and I've never, I've never seen a gauge ears before. It's not gauge. They're just like they're, they're real gay pirate earrings. I had this instructor when I was like going through my apprenticeship for sheet metal, and he was like in the navy, and he was really proud of like going back and forth across the equator a few times, and he had these really gay pirate earrings to to like you know show for it. I think he's <laughs> fucking with you because all you do is you get a certificate. So you're and not allowed to. Well, you know, no, that hang on, that's not Navy. true though. You have, oh Jesus, it's been so long. Uh, the, you dress up and you have the the the, yeah. the court Side and the, the uh, yeah, yeah yeah. You become a shellback. Do you do you, do you put on stupid ass earrings for that when you dress up? I mean, they might. Okay, so maybe he like. just 
he brought his but costume out for no shit. Get fucking earrings and be like, you're not gay anymore. Like, you know what it is. You know what it is. He took one look at that no shame and was like, you're definitely in the Filipino mafia. Right. It's right here. Fucking earrings were given to young sailors to commemorate their first crossing of the equator. When? In the Revolutionary War? I'm not a fucking sailor, bro. Like, I've been when did that go out of style? Life, and it was the fucking museum. I don't know when it went out of style. Fucking probably after Johnny Depp portrayed the fucking pirate guy in that movie. Hey, you put some respect on Captain Jack Sparrow. Is somebody yeah, I'm sorry, a phone you, call? you based your whole brand off of him. Is somebody getting a phone call? No. Fucking damn. Somebody's getting a text message or a phone call right now because like the 90 speaker fuzz is going on. Is it you? I don't hear anything. It might be. Let me check. Maybe it was uh, yeah, sorry about that. It was an Instagram message. Maybe it was bad. <laughs> How are you going to accuse us of some shit that's coming through your phone? I thought the phone would light up when I got a message, but it didn't. Because it knows that you're recording. So it's trying to be respectful. Unlike so are my- you going to name this episode Club Business? I'm going to name this episode Airing Club Business. You should name it Interview with Jay Dobbins. You shouldn't name it Airing Club Business because the person that we're talking about couldn't get air if they got launched off of a trampoline. It's a fat joke. (laughs) You know, Ken came in all positive. He had a really great, before No Shame got here and ruined it, Ken had like a really great monologue about being positive, bringing positivity in. What excuse did you make for us losing our episodes so I know what story to tell everybody? I just, I didn't know. I just danced around it. I mean, I probably made the the elephant bigger. We just told them the truth that there was some technical difficulties with Spotify and YouTube because we use the program that we use. There you go. There you go. At the same time, to save time, um, there was an issue with the program. We got Neil Young. And then we got Neil Young. Those motherfuckers. Dude, we got Neil Young. That is 100% what happened, we promise. At least we didn't get Janis Joplin yet. Oof. Oof. You know what, I, I will say, and, and you know, I, I know that I was, and we can edit this if need be, I know I was in the group chat, like, you know, no, no, you know, no big call-outs or, you know, no fucking drama we're better than that we're past that or, or no you know all that shit and then you know like you, you just to tell the story it's like you almost get like like you have to or you get sucked back into it and stuff like that but i was ken ken has done an amazing job of trying to to avoid that so so good for you i'm not over anything i'm not over it but i was just oh, no. i'm not Man. bigger i'm not bigger than them i'm coming uh, for I'm you, not, Neil Young. i don't have in the high any, ground in any shape or form like <laughs> It's a fat joke again. (laughs) (laughs) But I figured that's dude. That's like why he talks the way he talks, man. Like Neil Young, body is so labored that he Neil Young himself. Neil Young's not that fat. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Neil Young. Yeah, sure. Good word. (laughs) So. But yeah, it's kind of the, you know the elephant in the room on why the the episodes are gone, and it was a little bit of some some technical difficulties and some. some How many episodes do we have now? Forty. Well, Ken has two to to post, or, or will this I is this will be forty. No, this will 41. be forty-two. Forty-one. 
So we're going to we're no, going to have to fucking 40. celebrate our 50th episode again. We should bring on Jace again. Wasn't he our 50th guest? No, our 50th episode we just did uh we did a two-parter. Oh yeah, yeah. And we yeah, cycled yeah. everybody through. Yeah. I'll have to do that again. Yeah. I was yeah. like working on uh, on a big surprise for our 100th episode too, and now I can't fucking do it. Yeah. I just think if you have a platform, use it for whatever you want. There's enough internet for everybody. Four for the Road wants to use it to be inclusive, as long as you're not a fucking... Um, my kid calls it Jackal. Instead of Jackass the movie, he wants to watch Jackal the movie. Um, you know, So don't be a Jackal, and, and you can come to Four for the Road, and, and you can, if you're cool, be on the podcast, give us podcast ideas, give us articles to, to post. We want to be... We want to chill with you. We really do. Um, just don't. I try wish to... we would get more of that. I, that's yeah. one thing I do wish we had more agree. of was was the community. You know who did a good job of that with their platform was um, Two Guns when he did the uh, the MC one hundred and one and set it up as a Facebook group instead of doing a Facebook page. And I think that brought that was a good idea because it brought a lot of community interaction. But like, yeah, I, I would. I wish we would get more people that would uh, write into us or want to contribute to the the podcast or whatnot. So if you're listening, fucking don't be shy. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we get a few, um, you know, sometimes we get busy or don't see them or whatever. It's not intentional. Um, if you think that you have a great topic to, to bring on the podcast, too, I mean, Ken will, Ken will talk to you. <laughs> just, just kidding. I will. And you know what? Like that, he's, he's been, the fuck was that? But, he, I mean, he would have been for real about that, you know? I, uh. I had a lot of time on the fucking hands yesterday, man. And uh, I just started going through like old messages that either weren't responded to or like I personally didn't see. And dudes asking for articles like, hey, I don't know how to word this. Or, hey, like, how would you guys handle this situation? Okay, cool. And I use that as inspiration. I pumped out fucking eight articles yesterday and scheduled them for the next eight days because of the inspirational request that we got from the inbox. Well, look so, at that. We're at an hour, so. so Dude, it. when are you going to get uh, Logan on the podcast? Uh, you know what? We've been dealing with some traumatic stuff right now, okay? So I don't... We have been dealing with traumatic stuff. Fucking goddamn Neil Young. But I will say as a, as a, as a closing remark, if you take up space on this great internet and are using a platform... Don't fucking cry like a bitch about other platforms to other people. Cry, you know, yell at that platform. Argue with that platform. Don't fucking go to somebody else. It's fucking lame. Yeah, we don't hide who the fuck we are or where we're at either. Yeah, my name's Mike. Uh, up in the corner is No Shame. And up in the left corner is Punk Rock. Yeah, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, our, with your fucking aliases. But everybody yeah. knows you're Ken. Like, okay, you have a cool nickname or whatever. Yeah. You know, a road name. You know, people know that you're fucking Ken. I think most people know that No Shame is his name is Derek. God damn it. <laughs> Quit putting out my fucking club business. <laughs> is it yeah, also? Well, that's another, so is it club business if you tell people your club name? Yes. <laughs> you, you need to introduce yourself as mystery person uh, if you want to know your prospect. <laughs> You will only like learn the true my my true form once you patch in. My first name's Patch, my last name's Holder. Yeah. No shame, just so you don't get it confused. <laughs> you see that guy over there? He's been my president for five years. No idea what his name is. <laughs> it's how hardcore we are. 
I didn't choose this gang life to get those knees. So hey, hey, you see that guy over there? I don't even think he I don't even know if he has a motorcycle. Never seen it. Not my business. That's club business. <laughs> oh, there's a couple radio show hosts like that. So hey, we are about an hour here, and I think we have covered some miles. We have uh we tried to stay positive, but then we ended up taking some very subtle shots. 